babies. Richard. Don't don't fucking play games with me. I already heard your lips move. God. <laughs> you would have got it. away with it if you didn't make that little sound with your fucking mouth. <laughs> it's the sound I make with your mother's mouth. Oh, how oh. I miss that. Oh, I miss that. Uh, so should we wait for Bill for to talk to HR or Yes, of course. Okay. The queen needs to be present for that. No problem. The Queen's the Queen's absence was excused though. It had, well, was it though? It had been on the calendar for a, it's on the calendar every year. Every year. For, yeah. Every year. He uh, just went through like the next 10 years because that's how long he's gonna survive on this earth. It just yeah. circled like all the drinking holidays and Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day. Labor Day. Uh, uh Flag Day. Not present. <laughs> Won't be there. <laughs> you guys want to record on Christmas? Bill, we have a family. Ah, fucking losers. <laughs> Jesus can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of the queen. <laughs> oh, you're drinking high noons again? God damn it. I don't like high noon rich. I only got two. I don't think it was the high noons that did me in the other night. I was drinking straight vodka mix. <laughs> that will do it. Yeah, I don't drink that shit. <laughs> Richie, no good on alcohol. <laughs> uh-uh. Stick to the beers, kiddo. Oh, look at this. You Damn look man. crisp. You look crisp, my friend. Looking Damn. sharp. Hey, how'd that happen? I just showed up today and there was a camera on my door. <laughs> there you go. And and you're sure that it was from me, not the FBI? Uh, it had my name on it, so we'll see. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, good to see you, Bill. Good to see you. It's Ray. actually really good to see you, Bill, because the past few shows I have not seen you. It's just been <laughs> like the a, way I like it. It's, it's been a beaming light. Like it. it just blinds the shit out of me. Just the way I like it. I just like to throw Suck. you off. Uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of sucking, uh, Ray, did you have something planned for our HR scolding, or uh, no. did you just want to bring it to the attention that? Um, we haven't been able to be at uh, as many shows as I would have liked. I'm sure Bill has enjoyed his time off, but always uh, I know I know that HR... I just want to know what was that? Where were you? I was off island at a undisclosed location that it just it the just dinghy wasn't... didn't have enough time to bring you back. No, there was not the, the dinghy didn't have enough power to get me back in time to to run a show, and uh, you know. Well, here's the thing. It's all my wife's fault. But secondly, we could have done the show after the game at like 930 on a Sunday with Monday off. But little baby Ray had to go to fucking bed. So, you know, why doesn't doesn't HR take that into consideration? Here we go. You had today off. Why would you have to go to bed so early? I didn't go to bed early. I said we can do it after not. We can do it after the, this game where we can. And do then it I gave you, you the proposal. I said I'll give you the proposal. I said me and Nikki can do it, and you said, "Hey, that's great. Thanks for filling in. I really appreciate it." Yeah, I was very. And now you are spiteful little cunt and kind, unlike Bill, who just said, "That's how I roll." Fuck you, bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's holiday weekend. In the, H- in the HR catalog of of official reports, when we look back. Uh, Bill Gately's official response to his punishment. Fuck off, bitch tits. That's how I roll. <laughs> I'm the queen, and this That's is what I said. Welcome to the Simmind Sports Show, Fat Tuesday edition, June 1st. Welcome to season two as well. Uh, Bill also didn't know we were doing seasons. <laughs> if we do a show every day, how the fuck is it a season? When you because... come around after a year, oh. we just call that a season. Just like All the right. rings around your dick, it just means you have another year of life. 
That made no sense. <laughs> I liked it. Rich liked it. It was good. It was like one of those skinny birch trees. You can see it growing. <laughs> Uh, this one's June 1st, Fat Tuesday. Uh, what the fuck are the Celtics going to do? That's what we're calling this one. Welcome to the show. <laughs> is it Billy Goody Two Shoes or is it just Billy Board? Boredom? Yeah. He doesn't like our jokes. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's flying through. What are you drinking there, Dr. Pepper Cola? Yeah, I like Dr. Pepper. It's <laughs> my first soda in like a week. So I that would have been that would have. I would not see you liking Dr. Pepper. I love I Dr. Was, Pepper. It's my I favorite. I pulled soda. it on tab. I thought he was a tab guy. <laughs> I don't no, know if I I've ever actually had a tab. I've had tab. My aunt used to stock it at her house all the time. Disgusting. Tab <laughs> or tang? That's why I pinned uh, old Billy Blue Eyes. Um. Right. Do you want this is your email? Should you be the host? Are you going to put the producer hat on? You want me to run through your uh, categories here? Your you can run through. The, I'll let you be the host, but don't make fun of any grammar gurus. <laughs> or if the sentence doesn't make sense, just read it first and then okay. put your little, little twist on it. Okay, fine. You have enough. spell check right on your phone. <laughs> Hot jokes on you. I did it on the computer. <laughs> Yeah, there's no Rogers. spell check on a computer. There's no spell check even on worse. Computer either. No, even worse. Uh, before we get into that, all uh, wait, what is this? Fat Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, White Birch Brewing is uh, Fat Tuesday's drink of choice. Head on down to National New Hampshire, their tap room, Ray address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Get yourself a flight. Get yourself a pint. Get yourself a hat. Uh, whatever is this. The tap room's wide open. Beautiful tap room. Head on down there. And if you don't get get it in the uh, in Nashua at 460 Amherst Street, check it out at your local uh, beer store. Wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you white birch brewing. Uh, bad loss for the seas last night. Uh, Kyrie Irving stomped on your logo, and then someone whipped a water bottle at him. Before we get into your email here, Ray, public enemy number one. I mean, mm-hmm. we know that we hated him, but if the rest of the country is not opening their eyes to how big of a fucking douchebag, flaming fraud douchebag Kyrie Irving is, I don't, you know what else? What else is there to say? This guy sucks. He does suck. I mean, he's come out pretty much, like I said, uh, the whole uh, racist Boston spew that he had because he didn't want anyone to boo him. So he kind of threw that out there. So it'd get the little heat off of him, but that just made things worse. And then stomping on the logo on mid, uh, a half court yesterday, that was a bad look too. But uh, yeah, this guy's a douchebag. He always has been. He's getting worse as the years go on. Hopefully this is it. He wins a title and then retires because I don't ever want to see this guy again. Am I the only one that doesn't care that he stomped on the logo? They run yep. up and down that fucking court all day, all game. But it was like, like so a, one of the I, trash things. I get like. it. I mean, it was definitely a trash thing to do, but I don't give a shit, honestly. Like it's and it was more big a bitch move to throw a chuck a water bottle off him. As much as I hate Kyrie Irving, dude, this shit's gotta stop. It's more of the fans. I don't care. I don't I think you're gonna throw a fucking water bottle him. Anyways, like they he's public enemy number one. And I mean I, I could give two fucks if they stomped on the, the Celtics logo. You know what, dude? Win. Win, and then maybe things will be different, but you just got blown out. So fuck it. I don't give a shit. No, that's wrong. The, the, everyone, okay. whatever whatever happens moving forward, if Kyrie needs to be put on his ass by the Celtics. I mean, that's sports. You can't go out there and disrespect. I'm not a big, uh, this is disrespectful, that's disrespectful. I agree with you, Bill. Throwing the water bottle thing ruins the whole the whole idea of getting mad at Kyrie because some fucking asshole threw something at a player, which is just dumb. Like, it's dumb. It shouldn't happen. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into or you don't because you're that big of an idiot. But the snapping on someone else's logo, 
It's like that's the biggest fuck you in sports. It's Good. Like, I know, it's and like, it doesn't bother me. I, I well, as a fan, it doesn't bother me. Like, look, it it, it does bother me because it's Kyrie Irving. It's not like he's not the most uber competitor out there. He has said outright, basically before every game, that basketball is not the most important thing. Be I think because it's a out if he loses. That's because he's, he's used it every single time he's lost. Look, basketball is not, he's never taken accountability for a goddamn thing that he's done ever. It's the wrong guy to do any of this. If KD goes out there and stomps on your logo, cause I own this place. That's what he's saying. Kyrie's going out there as a whiny little bitch. He's not saying we owned you in this series. We just beat you today. He's going out there saying, fuck you. I told you you're a racist. I'm right. You're wrong. I know the world's flat and you're an asshole. That's how it comes from Kyrie Irving. Not that mm-hmm. I beat you on the basketball court. And that's why it's a problem for me. Fuck Kyrie Irving. If that, if that was Michael Jordan that stopped on your logo, you'd say fuck you too, but you'd understand that's coming from a competitive standpoint. I, don't, I just don't think it's coming from that from Kyrie Irving. He's, he's such an insufferable little prick. His motives are not from a competitive basketball standpoint. He, t- he tells you outright they're not. So how are we supposed to respect that move as a competitor? I don't think that's where it's coming from. I think he's just a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. But nonetheless, they did lose. They got their asses handed to them. However, Jason Tatum with another stellar fucking game, 40 points, seven boards, six assists, coming off a 50-point game where they won. He was the best player on the court. You might be able to say in both games, he certainly was in game uh, three. He was the best player in the court with two ex-MVPs. And, you know, Kyrie Irving, who as big of a douchebag as he is, one of the best point guards in the league. Uh, so looking forward, obviously, they're going to lose this series probably in five games. They got a lot of work to do. We've talked about it before, but let's just run through some of it because there's a lot of talk, a lot of Kemba talk actually coming out of the offseason and going into the offseason and trying to move him. That's going to be the hardest thing for Danny to do. It is, but let's touch on Jason. So he had an up and down year for me, but I said going in this playoff series, show me something. I think these two games with the fans in the stands got him to a point where he did. I mean, you you can't move him. He's the guy. It's untouchable. He's the untouchable. He's the franchise piece that you're going to build around for years to come. I, the highest bidder. I want a total rebound, rebuild Ooh. at this point. Wow. I mean, dude, I don't care. So I just, no, so I don't no one's safe. A, no one's safe for you. No, I'll, nice. I'll, I'll move everybody. And the only reason is like I, I still don't trust these guys' will to win. You know, you, you said he had a good game last night. He disappeared for the midway through. What he had the first nine nine points. He was four four shooting, and then he was like one for nine. And a big stretch from the second into the third quarter. So I mean, eh, I, I'm still not. I'm, I haven't been. I've been down on Tatum for a while, and that's coming from me. What I said he was gonna, a fucking superstar. I've been down on him for a couple months now. I, I just think you can, you got to either trade him or Jalen Brown. One of those two got to go. And I just think you're gonna get more for Jason Tatum because I don't think the two play play well together. And I, you're seeing it now that Tatum's playing a little bit better. That Brown's not on the court anymore, especially the last couple of games. I just. You got to move one of them, and Tatum, I think, could bring you back the biggest return, especially if it you're trying to move Kemba. I mean, those are two pieces. Then you get out of Kemba's contract. You saw the Sox deal with Kyle Crawford, Gonzalez, all that shit. I mean, at some point, if that's what you want to do and you got to desperately try to get out of one of these contracts, I mean, I'm all for it. Just start a complete rebuild, including Brad Stevens. Like, I want complete and utter changes in this whole Celtics organization. I don't think you can do it. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I, 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 uh, I have the same qualms with Jason Tatum and the same worry. You know, I don't know if he has what it takes to do that night in and night out. And that's what it's going to take to be like, I've been saying it for a long time. that Celtics are as good as Jason Tatum wants to be. And 
if they had Jalen Brown, if they had a healthy Kemba Walker, if they had their starting center, I think you see him give the Nets a series. And then you, and then you expand on that in the off season. And that might be worrisome for guys like Bill who want them to blow up the team. But I honestly think it's true because you have Jason Tatum who legitimately, if he comes to play every night is a top 10 player in the league at this point, guy plays defense guy is becoming a playmaker. Obviously his offensive ability has got to a point where he's the, he scored 50 points, four times this game this year. Like that's not, that's not easy to do. And he kind of makes it look easy. So I'm with you. I hated his attitude earlier this season. I think I called for him to be traded at one point this season. Mm-hmm. I'm off that. I, I, you can't, I, in the NBA, I just, you can't, at some point they might try to force the way out and then you bite the bullet and that's where you do your rebuild. But these guys just sign extensions. I think you got one or two more seasons to try and make it right with them. And that, it just depends on how you do it. Right. You know, so if, is it Stevens? Is it, is it Ainge? Do those guys make it back? I think they do this year. Should they? I don't know. But the biggest, the biggest one they have to move is Kemba. If they can move out of that, if, if they can move out of that salary and get something in return to allow themselves to maneuver around the board and, and bring in some veteran pieces on their bench, then that's the it's thing. It's going to cost you. Like I floated earlier this week, Robert Williams. I mean, you got to think if you, you want, it sucks that he's hurt and it, this this series because i mean you look at game one you had nine nine and nine basically you know so almost had a triple double you want him to kind of get up in there in the 10 you know it'd nice be if you got up in there the 10 to 15 range for big guys in the league i don't expect him to do for maybe another year or two but at some point you were hoping that he would at least play these five games and then he could really start showcasing i mean i know it's against brooklyn where blake griffin sucks and, and deandre jordan is a, sh- <laughs> God, is a shell like of himself. himself deandre jordan's a shell of himself too so it's like this was the. This could have been the series he could have kind of balled out. And again, after game one, so I mean, you're gonna to have to package him, Smart, and Kemba just to get rid of Kemba. That's it's the trade it's gonna take because nobody wants that knee. Look, he was out again last night. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like, dude, you, if you can't gut it through a fucking playoff game, you want either have no heart or that's the team going. No, you're still not playing. I think I lean more towards him because I mean. If he says he can play and that knee's feeling good, he should be out there fucking playing in the playoffs, not not every other game off. And this is what's happening. I'm kind of tired of it. He's damaged goods. His knee's done. I mean, I, I don't know if it was him or the team keeping him out last on game four there, but you could see in game three he wasn't right. All of his threes for the last month have been short. He has no explosion to the rim. Yeah, he's absolutely damaged goods. The stuff that I've been hearing – uh, from guys like B-Rob, who are on, kind of on the Celtics beat, is you got to trade one shitty contract for another shitty contract. The one that that actually leaked out, so there's been, like, Al Horford is in the mix. Uh, there's, like, some uh, bit pieces down in Orlando that they're talking about. I'll take Gordon Hayward back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Just think they'll give you Gordon that Hayward. That head explode. Oh, it explode. <laughs> I do that in a heartbeat, but the one that that people are kind of floating out that seems feasible is Christoph Porzingis down in Dallas. You package Kemba. Maybe it takes a first round pick. Maybe it takes Smart uh, and Rob Williams. Whatever. At this point, I'll give you Kemba a first, Rob Williams for something in return. I take damn Porzingis. It's good. He's fucking damn it's goods too, though. Yeah, but that's what you got to do. What you got to take damn shit. Porzingis, seven foot three Porzingis over a guy that can't shoot and get by anybody. And oh yeah, I would take. I would take. He would fit. Porzingis he fit back. Br- I just don't. He's just hurt all the time. But he would fit Never. Brad's system so well, though. That's exactly what Brad wants. Is that big, tall, uh, athletic big that can shoot outside? That's exactly what he wants. That'd be perfect. Yeah, maybe he can't go full season, but whatever. None, neither could Kemba. So. Might as well try it. 
He's got off the court issues too. He's a giant party. I think that a, a no, rapist. I think that I think that got cleared. Oh yeah. Good he got cleared of rape. Good. Yeah, yeah. So oh, did Cody. No, he's a dickhead. He's got probably the worst attitude in the NBA right now. He's an asshole. Uh, Force Kemba's, his way out of the Knicks. Kemba's not. I mean, I wanted to like Kemba. I want him to be good. The knee has gotten in the way. It's not going to happen. He's got two years left in this deal, $30 million. The Celtics cannot afford to move forward with Kemba Walker in that contract with Jalen and Jason uh, on this team looking to win because it's going to hold him back. It's going to hold him back. So if that means trading one shitty knee for another shitty knee, then I'd rather that shitty knee be seven foot three than six foot tall and can't shoot or, or play defense anymore. And I think that's what it's going to take. And it, that should be, that should be the number one move in the off season. However, Danny might've burnt some bad bridges last year, trying to trade another bad knee across the league in Gumba, who he just signed as a free agent for a max deal. Um, does he need to go? I'm skipping over your stuff here, Ray, but it makes more sense to talk about Danny Ainge right That's now. That's fine. Uh, you can do whatever you want. Does he need to go? He might. Um, like I said, I want complete total changes. Start start new. I think he's been here almost 20 years, won championships. Like, he's lost his trade muster after that Kyrie tr- Kyrie trade. You know, he's he's he afraid to – yeah, he's afraid to make moves. He's afraid to kind of lose trades. And at this point, yeah, he, he might be a, one, a pretty good sought-after GM. But I mean, I, I think the Celtics need to need to change course here, and Wick needs to grow a pair of balls and stop being a fanboy, and and start bringing someone else in that can try to build this team. You know, I I just think he even a minute this year he did a terrible job this year, even last year I didn't think the team was that good because he never addressed the bench weaknesses and the and the secondary scoring that they des- desperately needed when Kemba was beat up, and then same thing with um, Gordon Haywood. Nothing changed this year, you know, and you got worse with Tristan Thompson. Believe it or not, you thought we you know we needed a big guy and you got worse with Tristan Thompson this year than you were last year. And you, and you botched the fucking Gordon Hayward trade. You could add miles Turner as much as we wanted a more of a veteran, but you botched that trade. You know, there's, there's, there's big problems and it's been a trend for the last couple of years now. And you're, you're stockpiling the draft picks for what you're not using them for shit. So something needs to, something needs to change. And I think it's just start with the leadership of the team. Raymond. Yeah, I totally agree with what Bill said, but uh, you've I think been calling I, for a head since like February. <clears throat> yeah, but I think the out that we might have with getting Danny out is with the whole uh, he hasn't heard racism in the city for since he's been here. I think that could be an out for Wick and be like, all right, you know what? You, you've butchered this fucking lineup like Bill just said. You've, you know, you've made this comment that you haven't heard anything. So that's a big black eye for us. So we're going to part ways or give him a different role and bring someone else in. That's what I think. I think no matter what, Brad Stevens is safe on this team. I think we got till next year. If, if he's at the all-star break, that's when heads will start rolling and say, all right, this guy doesn't have it. He, it's time to go. But yeah, the lineup that Danny brought out <clears throat> for Brad Stevens was terrible this year. Uh, I think, like I said before, you take the two J's up in the office and say, what do you want? Who Who's going to make you guys excel to that next level and go from there. And Danny's not doing that. He's just doing Danny trader things and it's not working out. I yeah, think but, uh, if Danny he Ainge... does, if they do that, sorry, Rachel, if they do that, like, okay. Yeah it doesn't mean that you're going to go get those guys. That's the biggest thing. Like, no, but it'd be like, I, what, I, what kind of big do you like want? Super, do you want a I big don't like superstars doing that shit? Like, <laughs> I just think player, like you hear, see with the bronze shit, like, no players shouldn't have any input on guys. In the have you not been watching the NBA for the past 20 years. And I don't agree with it. I'm just saying, <laughs> but right that's now, what they I do. So why not give them the say, what do you want? What would make you guys excel to that next level? What's going to make you happy and sign that next big contract here and stay in Boston. So we don't lose another two superstars in the making right now. Yeah, as much as I don't like it either, uh, it's just the way it works. 
and and that's why another reason why I don't like I w- I was not for the Kyrie Irving AD team because I didn't think that that would be as fun a team to root for than homegrown talent. And that's kind of where you're at now. And that homegrown talent has gotten good enough to hopefully recruit guys into the city. And if that means that Danny Ainge has to go because he's a headpiece that um, has lost his touch and, and is kind of uh, away from reality in the NBA world at this point, then I'm kind of leaning towards it. I've, I've been given Danny the benefit of the doubt because he's been an, an excellent GM for the Celtics for as long as he's been there. But yeah, I, well, I think this year fucking deflated to the hell out of him. I, I mean, I just think he got gassed this year. Like a bad year for taking him. Taking interviews on the golf course. And that rate, that uh, comment that came off racist or, or tone deaf or anything, I think that was huge. Just pissed at Kyrie. He was probably bullshit at Kyrie. He was like, fuck this to guy in his stupid fucking comments. Like, I've never heard that shit. Fuck Kyrie. He never told me that shit. I've had conversations with him. So uh, I think that's out of, of frustration that Danny Ainge has had all season long, which could lead to look, he's never Wick's not going to fire Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge will step down. Danny Ainge will take a higher title within the Celtics organization uh, as a liaison or something else and give somebody else the day-to-day GM duties. That's how you're going to see the, the departure of Danny Ainge as the Celtics general manager. And I don't know, it might happen this off season, but it's a big off season for the Celtics. I don't know if Wick's going to trust somebody new um, to do that. I think that they just try and uh, weather the ship with, with their, with their crew. And hopefully Danny has the balls to go big. Hopefully Danny has the balls to go big, which to me is, uh, the Jays are untouchable and nobody else is. And make a break else for him this year. This is make a break. This offseason is make a break. If Danny can't pull it and we're not a top four team in the East next year, it's fucking see you later. Sign our bowl this thing up, like Bill said. Like, if you have a deal like, uh, like, um, the Bucks did for Drew Holiday, which everyone said was crazy, uh, you know, four first round picks and they gave that guy max money. And now look at the Bucks. If you have that deal on the table for Danny Ainge, it, you know, where you make it and everyone goes, Jesus, you overpaid for that. That was crazy. Why'd you do it? And if he doesn't do that this year, then yeah, he got to be, he has to be fired. Those are the deals that he's been passing on for, for several seasons that may have been, especially last year in the bubble, a, a drew holiday or someone like that, like Bill said, to pick up at the deadline, that was, would have been the difference in that heat series. At least you probably don't beat the Lakers, but who knows? Can who I ask knows? you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. We talked about this before with Kawhi going to the Raptors and, you know, it would have taken Jalen Brown and a couple other other pieces. Would you say that was a home run shot if Danny pulled the trigger, won the 18th banner, but then he left the next year? Would you be mad or, you know, now rebuilding again because Kawhi is gone and all that stuff? Would that be something that you'd be like, all right, he got us a championship. Now we'll let him rebuild this team. Or would that be something that you'd be like frustrated with because he sold out to win a championship? Yeah, I'm all for selling out winning championship. I am too. I am too. If you can put a banner up in the fucking ceiling, do anything possible, even if it's just for a rental piece for a year. I'm kind of uh, yeah, I'm kind of torn on it. I was against the Kawhi the Kawhi thing because you weren't guaranteed the championship. Obviously, it worked for no, Toronto. of course, it worked for Toronto. Obviously, looking at it now, they won the championship. That's why I'm saying if you got to Kawhi. And you could have won that championship with Kawhi, but then he left and, you know, Horford left and Kyrie left and all that bullshit. Yeah. Generally, a- generally I'm a yes on that. The, the, the Kawhi one is interesting because you knew he was going to LA. Like it was foregone. Oh yeah. He said it. He said, wherever you I go, I'm going to LA. this is as true a rental piece as you can get. Yeah, but yeah. like you, you look at well, Paul George, you. who went Thank to you. OKC, liked it there. 
and yeah. then it was a dick and forced his way out because Kawhi made him. But uh, you know, yeah. him and Russell Westbrook had something going. Yeah. So yeah, uh, in general, yes, this is a league that you have to trade young talent for uh, veteran talent and win. And that was Danny's plan with, uh, and he fucked it up with that stupid Rose rule and couldn't go get AD in the same season he got Kyrie. Yeah, and that. He derailed. I think that he, fucked everything I up. I think he's, he was neutered and has been deflated ever since. Oh, yeah. And, it, and Bill's right. It's been a little bit of a downward trajectory. So maybe you need fresh blood in there. Maybe you need someone who's energized to come in and go, look, it's not that bad. You tweak this, we tweak that. And uh, you got one of the best young talents in the NBA and another budding superstar, Jalen Brown, behind him. The Celtics should be in okay shape to compete and, 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 and you know, and move forward instead of blowing it all up. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. And I, I don't want to give credence to COVID in a crazy year and in a wild year, but we've been saying it all season when you're young, when you're led by a 23 and 24 year old, those are the type of things that creep in and, and really affect your team. If you had a real strong veteran leadership there as your best players, not as much, but you know, I think Boston was affected by that in a normal season with fans, your young kids get jazzed up at home. You know, you probably handle your business a little bit better. If you want my prediction, I think that's what the Celtics are unfortunately going to go with into next season. I doubt Marcus Smart gets dealt. Uh, I, I, I have to believe that guys like Grant Williams, Semi Ojale are not in this fucking team next season. Uh, Carson Edwards, I have to believe they dump that end of the under the bench just they to bring to. in just to bring in some more energy, to bring in some more uh, uh, different faces and shake things up. I think they'll rely. Uh, I think Danny Ainge will put a package around Kemba Walker that puts Romeo Lankford, Neesmith, a first round pick, Robert Williams, maybe Marcus Smart, and offer that out to the league and go, what can you guys give me for this? You know, I'm giving you my basically my entire bench and a shitty contract and a first round pick. Three team trade. Something decent in return. Yeah, it'll be a three-team trade. I think he does that and says, here we go. Give me another team to work with. You can have whatever you want. Just make this guy. Kemba's going to be the trade the trade piece around the whole thing. Let's work something out. And I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think Marcus Smart's worn out his welcome here, and he's uh, on his way out because he thinks he's that third-headed, the three-headed monster with uh, the two Js, and he's not. So it's time yeah, for him to go. Not at all. Yeah. I think Jalen Brown would be uh, uh, ecstatic. Ecstatic. <laughs> you you ask Jalen Brown first move that, uh, you know, if he's in Danny Ainge's office, First move you'd like me to see me get, get Mark Mark. smart out of here, please. I, you wouldn't even let him finish the question. Mark Mark. Mark. I'm sick of his fucking bullshit in my yeah. ear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet that, I bet that's the case. And Jason Tatum was like, I'd like softer pillows on my, uh, on my seats in the locker room. please." <laughs> uh, quick, sneaky, quick question here. Evan Fournier is a free agent. You used over half of the T of the vaunted TPE. More than that. For- you got 11 million left. Yeah. So 17. Uh, yeah. So do you have to sign, does he, Danny have to sign Evan Fournier to save face or can, do you have to like hold your pride there? If Fournier wants 25 million a year or some stupid shit, you got to let him go. Right. And go use yep. that TPE on some $11 million bum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you have to keep him. Let him walk. If he wants a stupid amount of money, let him walk. You don't have to, I don't think you have to, the two J's are the only people that you'd have to give trust in this whole locker room. Everyone else, see you later. I don't, I don't have to have trust with you or you know, save faith with you, face with you. Just see you fucking later. It's another reason why a guy other than Danny could come in here and do do work. Because like, if he lets Fournier walk, he's gonna get burned for that TPE thing. He's gonna yeah. get absolutely crucified. The media around here is gonna fucking crucify. So him. his his uh, motives on Evan Fournier are, are not what I would call 
uh, solid moving into the offseason. Although I like Fournier. He's not, he's not a world burner, but if he wants 20 million plus or something like that, if he wants starter money, you can't give it to him. You cannot give it to him. No, he's a bench guy in this team. Yeah, absolutely. He's too streaky. He's too inconsistent to be anything else. He can go out there and drop 20 for you. And he hit some big shots in game three. You know, Kemba wasn't in him. Fournier hit some big shots for you. And I think he's got attitude. You know, he called KD a bitch, which I like. So I like that about him. I just, you know, you can't go overpaying for guys at this point in time. I I don't think. Well, you could, you could, if, you know, you do move Kemba, you do move Marcus Smart and you don't get a a ton of money back in return or, you know, so, I mean, I I don't mind Fournier. I just think he got it. He got a bad rap with coming in with COVID. You know, he missed a yep. lot of time. And then when he came back, he, you know, you're, finally, player, you're trying to finally see the kind of guy entering the playoffs. I mean, he's the type of guy that could, you know, you'd want him on your sixth or seventh man coming off the bench. And I just think this is what you need. If he can give you 15 points off the bench, this is what the Celtics have been looking for for quite a few years now. So, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't pay him more than 20, but I mean, I think he's, he's coming in at 17 this year. I would, you know, he's probably going to want to race. So, I mean, at what point, 2022, I could see yeah. something like that. I mean, again, but that's that's saying you move Kemba and you move Smart and some other, some other money. But, I mean, at that point, he's right around there. So, of course, he's going to want more money. And that's the going rate for these guys. I mean, Evan Turner signed for four for 84 one year or whatever. Fucking <laughs> that was a crazy ridiculous, year, though. Uh, ridiculous yeah. contract. It'll, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what the salary cap does. But that's a kind of a good point. But they almost have to do it. They're so strapped for talent. And their money situation is kind of fucked that uh, you can't go out there and sign a big free agent. Yeah, you have to sign your own guys, basically. You have to so, sign I mean, your own guys. So they might be forced into signing Fournier for 20-plus, which, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. They're they're in a rough spot. Look. Very rough spot. They're in a rough spot. They need Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to truly become Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. They need them to become those guys for this to work. And then it's you start filling happen. the pieces. Not this year. Or not, <laughs> not next this year, year Probably not next year, but. Last thing I'll say in this, if Jason Tatum played to his ability like we've seen here in the last couple of games, and if Jalen Brown, I, who I thought was your best player for majority of the season, maintained that all season, there's no fucking reason they shouldn't have been the four seed. There's no reason they couldn't have passed Atlanta and, and the Knicks. They played with heart. They don't, have more, they don't have technically more talent than you. You, If you played with any amount of heart for those stretches where you lost four in a row to the worst teams in the league – You'd be sitting at four or five seed. You wouldn't be facing the Nets in the second round. You would have a second round exit in a six-game series with somebody if you just played your potential throughout the season. And they didn't. So, Oh, you know why? I can tell you why. They don't like each other. You look at the Knicks and the Hawks. They like each other. They build around each other. You know, they stuck up for each other. I don't oh, know they if don't you like watch- Marcus Smart. I don't know if you watched the uh, Hawks in a Knicks game the other day, but Gallinari went after um, one. I don't know. Number 25 is on the Knicks, but Julius Randle stepped in and fucking gave him a hard foul after that. That's because they stick up for each other. This team hates each other. We've said it all along the season. You can tell that the whole atmosphere of this is it's nuclear. It's going to blow up pretty soon because these guys don't like each other. You know, build around the Jays, get who they want, get their buddies get whatever but you got to help these guys out or else they're not going to want to win and that's how the demeanor is of these guys and the millennials they don't they just don't care about winning they just want to have fun going out there doing it with their buddies and they don't have those buddies i think that's pretty close to the bone i don't know if it's a millennial thing because trey young's a fucking dog so and he's 21 or something and lucas uh, you know there's some nasty millennials out there yeah i don't think you have uh, that type of you're right. I don't think you have that mentality in, in Jason Tatum, and I don't think Jalen Brown necessarily has it either. I think that he's uh, has a little bit more pride and shows it up there. But Cedric Maxwell came out, you know, he's like, has any of either of these guys gotten in a fight in their entire career on the court? None of them. Smart. They, they, 
Well, Marcus, Marcus, well, this is my point. If you trade Marcus beat up a guy in college for a guy that's actually tough and who actually is like a little bit loose in the head, Marcus Smart is a calculated, calculated uh, tough guy, and you can see right through his bullshit. And I'm sure that him or the me? Jays can too. Uh, no, that's definitely him. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, you pay your internet bill, douchebag. We lost him. <laughs> we lost Rich. Yeah, yeah I think what he was saying though, we had that guy Marcus Morris when he was on the team, but he hated him. Oh, he is? Oh, there he is. Hey, Rich. Hey, Rich. Pay your internet bill, cunt. You're muted. Nope. You're muted. Uh, on location. Sorry. Uh, your mic sounds like shit. You're on the computer audio, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> this has been the Civil Mind Sports Show, Fat Tuesday edition. What the fuck are the Celtics going to do now? We'll see you on Wednesday when I get better internet. Bye. We're back. It's all right. Oh, there you go. You sound better. We're back. We'll fix that in post. Yeah, I'm here. We're okay. Okay. Um, any final thoughts on the Celtics? Go seize. No. <laughs> if they, I would. Uh, here's here's the last thing I'll say. I would like to see, fucking somebody. I think the guy is probably Grant Williams. It seems like who has a little bit of a mean streak compared to the rest of these pussies. Somebody just plant Kyrie. Just plant him. I know, Bill. You're not. You know, you like the stopping on the fucking thing. But if you're on the opposing team, you cannot let somebody come into your building. And literally fucking spit on your on your logo in the middle of your court and not respond. No, you cannot do that as a player. No, that's when Marcus Smart should have pulled up his pants and fucking went after him. That I totally agree with that. Yeah, you have to have one of those guys to go after him, and no one did. Everyone turtled. And these dumb NBA players following Kyrie's bullshit, fraud, egotistical, selfish, self righteous path is just, dude. Open your eyes, you. Fucking idiots. This guy's a fraud. What a Thanksgiving. Absolute fraud. Someone needs to just put him on his ass. Take the flagrant two. Get kicked out, Grant Williams. Show some fucking balls. Bring it back no. to the garden for game six. Just give me one more home playoff game with 17,000 fans. It's not happening. The <laughs> they fucking happening. <laughs> they ain't happening at all. Whatever. I hate you guys.